0: Hey guys, welcome to the Do Good Podcast. I am your host, Rob Watson. Before we delve into today's episode, I just want to share a few little things, talk about what's upcoming with the podcast and and who's gonna be on it and stuff like that. Well first of all it's been a year. It's been a year since I have started this podcast, since I've been sitting down with like amazing, inspiring people who are genuinely are doing good in the world and it has it's been a year and it's flown really and it's it's really interesting isn't it when you actually start something and I know that I can be uh, as someone who doesn't really finish projects I can get really excited at the beginning and get them going and then you know a month in or whatever the excitement runs down and all of a sudden I have another idea and I want to go chasing after that when I think there's a lot we can take out of it just persevering with stuff and sticking to it even though the excitement will wane and There'll be times when you feel like not doing it anymore. And I'll be honest, that's that's come up for me at times during these 12 months. There's, there's been ups and downs on it. But the thing that I've loved that at the core is literally sitting down with interesting people and sharing their stories because I love having great conversations with people. So if I've got to be able to share it out here with people, then that feels good. And I'll be honest, some of the comments that I've had from people over time, some of them who are friends and some people that I don't know, has really made a difference to me it's really helped to to know that people have been getting out of it and they felt inspired to to do some things whether it be to you know start growing their own food or to take up some form of exercise or to you know there's there's loads there's loads of things here and it's just it is it feels really good to have that thing and in a way they're the things that kind of keep me going on it sometimes as well as me getting excited about new people to interview so i'm here to stay I'm going to continue to put them out. I'd like to be doing them more regularly I'm just going to see how that's going to work um, with my schedule of the other things that I've got going on. Um, but yeah, I, I really do appreciate everyone that's listening. And what I want to hear more if I want to hear some people, some of your own stories. You know, for one, do you know anyone out there who you think would be make a great guest? Let me know. You know, um I've had this before, my friend Brendan put me in touch with the Kerr's family and that work turned out to be a really good interview, and, and also it was a really interesting company as well, which is something I'm going to you know, look more into in the future, so let me know on the website, there's a there's a contact page, send me a message on there, and as well as you know, I want to hear some of your do-good stories, you know, that are happening in your life, or people that you know, it could be in your community, could be in your family, could be anything, big or small, let me know, and I'll I'll, I'll share them. I'll I'll tell you know. I'll I'll give it a bit of a platform on here and and to share that story of what you've been doing because I want what I love to do with this is to build like a bit of a sense of community. Um, my wife Ruth um, came up with a term like the do-gooders, and that's what I want to build. I want to build a a place and a space for people to be you know for, for you do-gooders and for us to all feel like you know we're we're in this together and we can make a difference, however big, small or big. So so yeah, that's. A little bit there and then also I've got some really good interviews coming up I'm going to be sharing an interview with a decluttering expert something I've spoken about in numerous podcasts about you know letting go of stuff and clearing things out and what I've done to my life so it's really nice to sort of speak with a real professional someone who's going out there each week working with people helping them to sort of let go of stuff because it is a it is you know it's a challenge to let go of things we it's very much an emotional thing it's tied into all sorts of different things so that's a really great interview uh, which will be coming out i'm also going to be uh, putting one out with a functional medicine doctor she's really inspiring she trained as a, a standard gp and then after a while of realizing that you know that just giving prescribing pills and, and stuff for chronic diseases it just wasn't getting the results that she needed was that she wanted to see when in fact people can get amazing results from having shifts in the diet and not just that but looking, delving deeper so she became a functional medicine doctor and trained in that and um that's a really great chat and i think so with both of them there's plenty of great insight and practical knowledge for you to enjoy so moving on to today's episode so it's titled honesty is the best policy and it was interesting i think when i was coming up with this um that song was popping in my head, you know. Sorry seems to be the hardest word. Um, is it Elton John? I'm not sure if it's Elton John. After, after uh, fact check that one. And it is. It, you know, it does feel like at times, sorry can be. A, it's a, it's a tough thing to say because it's like as if we're admitting we're wrong, and it's it's very much I think from from an ego place of us not wanting to have even made a mistake or to have done something wrong that we feel guilty about. Sometimes we just want to like brush over it, um, but. That's when we're going to delve into this with the today's episode and, and just talk about that and share some of my own times in life which I've kind of made mistakes and regretted and what I've attempted to do to turn them around in a way and to forgive myself because I think that's what it comes down to. So do you know what's interesting? When I was writing this, or so I was thinking about it. I was um, thinking about, you know, one of the... Um, remember the first time that I actually lied and I wasn't... Honest. And you know what? It's funny because I must have only been out six or seven and I'd been. I grew up in a um, went to a Catholic church, and I remember going to one of the first times into church, and I had to go and do confession, and I can't even remember what I was confessing. It was like you know, you'd say you'd maybe oh I've done this a bit wrong or I've done that, and. I just felt really uncomfortable in there, to be honest. I didn't really know what I was asking for, you know, asking sorry for or what I was saying for. But anyway, I came out and I think that the priest said something like, say say five Hail Murries or something like that. And I came out and my mum asked me, she said, have you said them yet? I said, yeah, yeah, I've said them, said them. So straight away, as soon as I stepped out of there, I lied because I blatantly hadn't said them. I hadn't done my hail marys, but I just lied straight off the back to um, to my mum that I'd done them. Not that she would have been that bothered; she wouldn't. But she was just um, you know interested to see if I did. So I've just stepped out of confession. I'm in this holy place, and and I've just told my first lie or a lie that I can I can remember as such. So anyway, I'm not. That is definitely not one that I'm bothered about as such. But that's just some silly example, which certainly doesn't bring me pain, it actually brings a smile to us, makes actually laugh about that one. But I think there's plenty of times in our lives, and I think we can all reflect on this, where all things, um, when we think about them, they can bring up pain in us still, and it shows that we've still got quite a bit of a charge around them. And how how do we let go of that charge? You know, and often by us focusing on the past and not in the here and now you know, we can get trapped in them old cycles and be thinking over and over about them and when actually it doesn't exist anymore. It only exists as a concept in our head and a memory as such. So what can we do, you know, around releasing them charges and and their memories? Can we potentially go beyond them? You know, look at it from a different perspective, away from the ego itself and instead from a more higher self perspective spoken about in recent episodes particularly you know the one with louise k who's the spiritual teacher and us realizing that the mind can cause us a lot of sort of distress and a lot of suffering and a lot of that thing is old stories that just come up and come up and come up so you know i might as well just get a few things out on the table and share a few things that I may have regretted or done in the past, something that I I, I wasn't particularly honest about, but really how have I then been able to sort of make up for them? So who remembers The Goonies? Probably one of my favourite films growing up from, I think it was 1985 on the Spielbergs films, and I had one of the best characters in it was Chunk, who was the one that everyone would take, a, you know, take the piss out of, and he'd do the truffle shuffle and all that. Well, anyway, um, in The Goonies, he... Um, he ends up getting kidnapped by the fatellis and then they get him and they're asking him, So he's got to tell the truth, he's got to tell him everything and then he kind of just like spills his beans about everything, he starts talking about every little thing that he's done. So I'm not going to go into that level of depth with stuff um, but I am going to want to think, the reason why I want to share this now is because one, we've all done stuff, we've all made mistakes. And if we start to realise their mistakes are actually lessons for us, and as long as they we're not constantly repeating the same mistake over and over, like for instance, you know, anything that you resist tends to persist. So I think once we learn the lesson, we can move on. And if we can just see them earlier times in our lives, whether it's teenage years or early 20s, that's generally been the time for me when I've had stuff which I have... Um, not been so proud of myself at the time and i've regretted and there's, you know lots of things have swirled back in mind and i think for me going back to about 2012 was when i started to kind of like look closer at this and realizing that i wanted to be a more honest person you know i wanted to be more authentic i wanted to be more real i didn't want to not be honest to myself because i think really that's what it comes down to It's just being honest with ourselves of what we want in our lives where we want to go and what we want to do so anyway, here we go. Here's just some of the things that you know I go back. I remember when I was a kid, I was in I was in high school. I must have been about 15 or 16, I and mean, we used to do cross country running. And there was a race on, and we were all on it. It was boys and girls. We were all running together. It was all off road, and I remember was coming down Mombode, and for some stupid reason, girl in front of me, who are new, and for some reason, I decided to trip. I tripped her up. Now. It's a pretty harsh thing to do. I mean, and do you know what? The moment that I did it, I instantly regretted it. She took a tumble and she ended up like cutting a knee and I ended up just carrying on running past and straight away I was like, why the hell have I done that? In some stupid moment or whatever, I just like tripped her up. And, you know, I'm 15, 16 at the time. And I remember she finished, the, crossed the finish line. And she was really like, she was angry with me, you know, really angry, as you would imagine that she'd be, you know. And she could have won the race because she was really good at it. And either prevented it from doing it by doing something stupid. Now, I just, re- I actually, it was only, it was, I think it was this year or last year, I actually reached out to her on Facebook. And that's the great thing with social media. Sometimes all oh, these people just scatter everywhere. And what I did is I reached out to her and just sort of like, just said, sorry, you know, I basically just said, you know, I've been an ass and you know what? It was weird, you know, when you're trying to broach something, which has been about 20 years and you think, God, is this just, are you going to think I'm nuts for even suggesting this or saying anything? can even remember it. And I just reached out because what I feel like is, you know, whenever we've done stuff like that or things like that, that just stay with us. It's like a splinter. It's like, it stays with us like a splinter in our sides yeah, I feel like it's more like a splinter in our heart. And each time we can do stuff, they it, it can kind of go in and, and then they can go under the surface and then it can be really tricky to pull them out and then you can just be acting a right arsehole all the time. So I reached out to her and I sent her a message and you know what? And she was really nice in response. She's like, "Oh, I can't even believe you remember that. Um, I do remember it, but you know, we were just kids back then, we all make mistakes. So when you get like a response like that, it kind of, it. that's when I'm talking about, like, releasing the charge of some of this stuff. And since that day, I've not thought about it. It's not bothered. I've literally removed that, the splinter, and it's out. You know, that little black mark, whatever it was, it's out. And I remember sending her, after we got in touch with her, then sent her something in the post, a little gift, some uh, um, chocolate or something, just, you know. And I felt, be- I felt better for it. But there's other times when I look back as well, that's things that I've done, and... I remember I was a, bit, a little bit older and there was a guy that we knew we used to hang out with and I remember like lending some money off him and and I didn't pay him back and he, I remember for ages after it he'd say to me, have you got that money? And I'd just make excuses, I'd be like, oh I'll give it to you tomorrow, um, I'll give it. And it wasn't a huge amount of money um, but it was very much like the principal at the time that he probably kept on asking me and after a while, probably after about six months of asking me he just got sick of asking me so I didn't bother. And... Um, and again at that time I wasn't really I wasn't bothered either then I was kind of that was my mentality I wasn't really mature enough or thinking very wisely about stuff or the consequences of things or the karma of things as well and the impressions that you can leave and it wasn't I think it was about two or three years ago I actually seen him um, and back where I grew up I was back there for the day and I seen him in a pub we were watching I think they're watching a match or something, and he was there. And I just took the opportunity, and I went over to him, and we were speaking for a little bit. And then I just got this, got the money out my wallet, and said, "Here you go, I owe you this." And he, and he was kind of like, "What? You owe me this? What? What for?" And I'm like, "I lent it from you. It must be what 17 years ago, 16, 17 years ago. I never gave it you back, and he couldn't remember it or anything, but I could remember it." And I could remember these things, you know, and I felt, and it felt really good giving him back then. And he was like really grateful. So for me, you know, and and the reason why I'm talking these things, because when I mentioned it was around about 2012 and I just became to become more conscious of things and realizing what the effect that my actions have on other people. And actually, more importantly, the effects actually has on me as a person and how these things can kind of like eat away at you a little bit and they just you know talking about the thing before with who I'm gonna the lady I'm having the decluttering professional this is part this was a way of me of like decluttering some of my past and letting go of things so what I actually did is I made a list of kind of the things that have just bugged me that I've done when I was younger and I just like I journaled about them I just reflected on them do you know what it's funny once you start it just It didn't stop. There were quite a few pages of of stuff that I was writing down, the things that I had done, the things that I would regretted. And it's a really powerful exercise to just let that stuff sort of like come out of your mind. It's just swirling around, comes out, down your pen or your pencil, onto some paper. And it's very interesting when you start to see it there in black and white, and you can see, it, I have a different perspective on stuff. So I went through this and made a list of all these things that I felt a bit guilty about. Some could be very considered to be very small. Others weren't were not nice. Like for instance, tripping that girl. That wasn't a nice thing for me to do. You know, that was that caused pain to someone. It really did and distress, and it probably would have bothered them for quite a while after it. And who knows? Like who knows the impact or the ripple effect that can have on some people. So that was in there and there was plenty of others in there. I made this list and that was the first place for me to go and just to kind of, you know, admit to myself really that I'd I'd made some mistakes. Now, that can sometimes be enough for people to go, you know what, I'm going to admit that I've made some mistakes in my life and I'm going to recognize them and I'm not going to make them anymore. And that can be enough, you know, or it could be that you can look at that and go, okay, how can I make some amends to these what what can I actually do for it now sometimes you might not be able to make amends for instance they might not be alive anymore you might not be able to get in contact with them so maybe you do it in another way maybe you do a goodwill gesture in some other cause maybe you give some money to charity maybe you volunteer for something something that you can feel that balance out the energy of what you may have done to them but if you can make direct amends to people um, wherever possible then for me that's worked for me and I've I'm not going to touch up on some because some of them are some of them are quite quite personal and even though I've been very open and for coming with this podcast I think sometimes maybe I'm not ready just to talk about some some stuff and I think that's the case with all of us but you know there is other things I think I remember another tri- and this is this is something that I only really put to bed this year and that was with my auntie um we went on a skiing trip when i was younger and i was around about 20 21 or something and i got i got really drunk on the on the last day of the trip and we were flying home and i remember having an argument with with my cousin at the time and it just sounded just like it was completely over nothing and then it just like snowballed between us and we just both reacted and stuff like that it wasn't you know major and then after it we're all in the airport and i kind of kicked off a bit in the airport but everyone was there they must have been about one we of these, we these big groups like 20 30 of us and they were kind of like a bit gobsmacked that I kicked off and I felt like I really made a bit of a fool of myself and it kind of stayed with me for ages that and I remember feeling like god you know when it just you know when you do something and it just goes over in your mind for a while and you like you wake up or you think about it and it's like oh you feel feel uncomfortable about it so it doesn't feel good to kind of make a bit of, show, of a show of yourself and that's what I felt I kind of did in that, in that moment. So, you know, it was only this year, actually, which is, this is going, um, what are we talking? I've got, I've got this habit of holding on to things for about 15, 20 years. I think if you go right back and I spoke about it in everyone's got a story to tell when I spoke about, you know, finding a lump in one of my testicles and finally embracing that and sort of, you know, willing to face that like 20 years on so i've got a bit of this pattern of kind of doing stuff and then 20 years later kind of like release it or face it and that's what i tended to do with this one and what i did was um it was my auntie's birthday recently so a little thing that i've been doing recently is when i get like birthday cards or stuff I, i make a little personal note with it with this one it was more of a letter and i just kind of just spoke about that and just wanted to say sorry really that was what it was and i wanted to say sorry for the the hurt I might have caused and if it bothered and, you know, and they got back, got back in touch with me and she was really grateful that I'd said that. And again, it was a little bit like with the lady that tripped up. She was like, you know, we're just young then. We shouldn't beat ourselves up over them things. This is what life's part of the process is. So them words back from them are very healing, you know, and even if I didn't hear back from them, it's still the process of me doing it has been very healing as, as itself so but yes to hear them words back and just realizing that you know we all make mistakes that's the thing we, we all make mistakes in our life don't we and we can end up like holding them like this baggage on us and they can weigh us down over time and maybe sometimes it's just a matter of saying sorry you know And also realizing that thing, you know, I think Jesus said it, wasn't it? You know, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they do. And that's what I'm saying for myself when I was in my teens, and early 20s. I didn't know any better, really. I should have, but I didn't. I was not particularly conscious of my actions. I wasn't empathetic. I was not very compassionate. I was just going about my business and, and, you know, living life and and that's it. And you know, I wasn't like a pain in the arse all the time and stuff or doing things. But these things build up and I'm sure we've all done them and, you know, I've got involved in some other stuff as well, which, you know, you're not really part of, but you you kind of just accept it and um that's it, accepting. Can we accept it, you know? You know, cut ourselves some slack. Tell, you know that thing telling ourselves that we didn't know any better. We're young. Is you know it, it's true. And Eckhart Tolle talks about that as well. About you know forgiving ourselves because that's what it comes down to fundamentally is is forgiving ourselves. You know what's really interesting on reflection is that I think um, I didn't realise this at the moment, but some of these actions that I was doing are very much similar to what's on the twelve step program with Alcohol Anonymous. Um, like one of them, I think it's number five, which is admit to ourselves and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs, and then number eight, make a list of all the persons we've harmed, and become willing to make amends, and then number nine, which is make direct amends to to such people wherever possible. And I didn't know about this twelve step program, but I was obviously going on my own kind of journey, uh, healing journey in some ways. I um, it, it was around about this time that I pretty much like really stopped drinking and I wasn't really interested in that as much more and I was really cleaning up my diet and I think when you do that when you start to look after yourself more you can't sort of self-medicate with food and drink and and drugs in the way that you may have done in the past and just sort of numb yourself from things I kind of was allowing these things to come up so maybe that's what was happening to me with these things, and you know what, it takes strength and courage to admit the truth at times, to admit that you're wrong, and you know, I think of a lot of us are afraid of that, afraid of being judged, afraid of what might happen, afraid of being found out, but it does, it takes courage to admit these things, and and to and you know what as well, this is some of the best stuff. Is that when I was saying sorry about some of these things, I got such a rush of energy when I decided that these are the hat. This is how I'm going to go about it. This is what I'm going to do. It felt great, you know. And once you get a taste of the freedom of honesty, you know, it's tricky. It's hard not to want more of it and letting go of that old stuff, pulling them splinters out from us. You know, it takes such a weight off our mind and we can kind of like move forward, you know, and take a better path in our life. And I remember just at that time I was, I remember feeling like, you know, like my future self is willing me on to do these things, to let go of the past, to to be able to move forward with, without this baggage. So there's anything that's ever been bothering you or you feel like, you know what, it's worth reaching out to someone or then, you feel better for it. Most of the time, like in all these instances with me, they have come back and they have been like really grateful that I've said sorry. They're really like, they have not put any blame or had any resentment to it. If anything, it's just been me holding it on inside of me. They haven't been thinking about it and and that's the thing. So it's interesting. I'm actually started to watch Breaking Bad. I'm about half the way through it and I'm completely totally hooked and sucked into it and you've got Walter White who's the the main character who is um, an underachieving science teacher and he's working multiple jobs to sort of keep his family going and in the end he finds out he's got you know a, a terminal illness and he's not got long to live and then he goes on this completely different path and ends up like producing crystal meths so anyway I'm sure quite a few people have watched it and I haven't finished it I'm only halfway through but boy does he's tell a bunch of lies and boy does he get himself into a world of trouble thankfully i've never got myself into that much trouble um and it just makes you think every time you're telling a lie you're just digging a deeper hole and i remember hearing this something recently that if you tell the truth and if you're honest Um, You never need to sort of like remember anything. You don't need to, because if you tell a lie, you need to remember the lie, don't you? You need to remember that, you know, you don't want to, you got to keep it going or you don't want to get caught out on something. So, you know, if you tell the truth, you don't have to worry about that thing. You don't have to worry about being caught. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff. So, you know, I've shared a few things from here. And again, like it comes back to, I've talked about it, Bashar, in a few episodes You know, he really helped me. I started listening for 2012, and that was really beginning to like reboot me and change me and upgrade me and make me feel much more positive and alive and all them things, you know. And what he would say is, What you put out is what you get back. You know, life is like a boomerang. You put out good thoughts, you'll get good stuff back. If you do good deeds, you get good stuff back. It is what we put out is what we get back. So that's me knowing this thing, and it, it ties into me doing this podcast. You know, what I, I feel like I'm putting this stuff out there, and I'm getting good stuff back. And who knows what it'll open up to and manifest? And you know, that's what I'm just looking to do—to be a more honest, authentic human being. And I'm not complete. I'm not perfect. No one's perfect, and. We'll all make mistakes. I'll continue to make mistakes. And it's just recognizing them in the moment, if I can, and to let them go and move on. So I'm just going to share a few tips then, to be more honest and potentially uh, reflect on things that I may have done in the past. I said, you know, before, journaling is really great way to help get things off your mind and sometimes alone that can be enough just to sort of get something out of you uh, something that you've not been feeling too good about something that you've done wrong it can really enable you to reflect, reflect on things and and if you wish um what's helped me i've spoke about it in the past that i see a therapist and have done for over 10 years sometimes i might see them you know a couple of times a month other times it might be once every few months i think it's really good for me and able to check in i think once you've like you know reflected on some stuff and you you've got something that's coming up for you and you want to get it out it's a great opportunity for you to sort of like sit down and talk to someone and that's why i think a therapist can help because mm-hmm. it's someone who can give you the full attention and it's going to be non-judgmental as you share what you're going through and they're in it. they're trained to listen and trained to sort of respond in the best possible way. And, and that can be really key point for you. When you're looking to open up, share something that has been inside of you for a while, you wanna potentially do it, when you do, you wanna do it in the best possible way. After that, if you feel like you need to sort of repair some old relationships and some you've made some mistakes in your life, then can you reach out to that person and make some amends? And you know, that can be you could send them an email you could ring them up or maybe next time you see them and, and it's your call on them it's like sometimes like some of the stuff that I've kind of spoken about and apologized for I'd, I wouldn't at the time felt comfortable saying it to them face to face so I'd, I'd write in a letter or I'd write them an email or send them a message but other times I've seen them face to face and I've just you know come out of it and just said it there and and that's actually the place whenever it's given me the greatest comfort because you can see the emotion in the face you can see the reaction and and it kind of just helps it, things even more, you know. But also, you know, sometimes it's not possible to actually get in touch with them for whatever reason. They could have passed away. They could be in a different country. They could be. They could not want to speak to you. Who knows? Well, in this case, you can even just still write a letter, but you don't have to post it to them. Just writing that letter to them and just saying sorry, explaining where you were in your life at that and why you did the things that you did. It can be really healing just you doing that and you could potentially just rip it up after it and throw it in the bin or you could light it and throw it in the fire another good way of just like releasing things you know and letting it go and you know another tip you know which is just accept that we're not perfect we're we're here to live and learn we're going to make mistakes we're going to make tons of mistakes some people have made absolute whoppers and some are complete, you know very little but the end of the day you know, as long as we learn from stuff, I think we all deserve a second chance, we can all move forward in our lives, I know that some people who have, who've done some pretty horrendous things and will be in jail and stuff, and how they've, their road to redemption, and how they've healed some own wounds, and like, what a transformation that is, I think that's what we're here for, you know, to transform stuff, and the, the key really is maybe to be more honest with ourselves, and to, and to own up, and And that's it, you know, and I think I just want to last thing that I want to say is, you know, at the end, even though me reflecting on the times of me reaching out to people, even though it really helped me to go out and touch with them, in the end, what it comes down to is like, is forgiving yourself and accepting yourself and accepting that we're a human being who's going to make mistakes and to give ourselves a break at times and to just know this is what it's about and we can let go and that's what forgiveness means forgive means to let go of stuff and to be okay with things some fact forgiveness for others you know when people have done stuff to us that we can feel really bad about and angry about can we give them the benefit of the doubt as well it's a two-way street here you know we know that we've made mistakes it's completely entitled for other people who are going to make mistakes as well and cut them some slack as well and realized who knows what they were going through at that time i know some of the times when i've made some mistakes earlier on in my late teens early 20s i was not in a good place i was holding on to a lot of anger i was holding on to a lot of um anxieties and and trauma from certain events so i was never going to be I was never going to react sometimes in the best possible way. And when you add in drink and drugs, in my case, that tends to be the place where I, I kind of wouldn't be myself. I would just act out and I'd do things that I wasn't proud of and regretted. So you never know what someone else is going through, whether they're in a bad relationship at the time or someone's really hurt them or they're going through a divorce or they've just lost a job. We never know what that other person is going through. So if we can reframe it in our mind to say, they're not perfect, it's okay. It's not about me, it's never personal. Um, it never is. So that's it. You know what, I'm gonna leave it there for today. I hope that you found this interesting. I'm gonna continue to be doing you know these solo episodes from time to time. So I'm gonna continue to do these for the future. And if you guys have been with me since the beginning for the past 12 months, thank you for keep listening. If you're a new listener, welcome. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please share this with a friend. If you listen to it on Apple, leave me a review. That would be amazing. And like I said at the beginning, if you've got any good do good stories, things that you've done personally, or people that you know, get in touch, send me a message through the website on the contact page, and I'll do my best to share some of these messages and, and get them out there, you know, so we can share more stuff out into the world. So, anyway, guys, thank you for listening. Until next time, have a good one.